Today on Dump Talk, we're keeping our promises by actually bringing in someone to the studio and interviewing him for the show. It's a very special episode today, so we'll be talking all about golf, the PGA Tour, Tiger Woods, and even a little bit about Tony Finau. Join us today with Preston Hazard and Greg Bodie, all here on Dump Talk with Preston Hazard. Welcome, guys, here to Dumb Talk with Preston Hazard, available across everywhere right now, which is awesome. The show has really been picking up uh, huge. We're available on iHeart and Spotify, and I want to thank all of you, the listeners, the viewers, uh, everyone coming down um, to to the places where the show's available and checking it out online, which is awesome and great for me and great for everyone involved. Um, we have a really special episode today because we actually we have someone... With us uh, sitting down, we're talking to a friend of mine who is a professional caddy, um, and he caddies for Tony Finau, a player on the PGA Tour. And we're going to be talking golf and, you know, really anything that comes up. So, um, Greg, thank you so much for joining us here on the show today. Of course. Thanks, Preston. Thanks for having me. When when you reached out and asked if I'd want to come on, I was, I was happy to do it. I'm excited. It's always fun to sit down and talk to one of my good buds and I'm excited to spend a few minutes with you. Well, awesome. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. Um, first, I want to disclose that we are talking over the phone, so the audio is going to be a little bit uh, crackly. Just bear with me, folks. Uh, you know, we do what we can. Um, so, Greg, um, you I think you and pretty much everyone that really knows the show knows um, my love of golf and how I've kind of always wanted to have something to do with it. Um, we sat down. We talked a while back, actually, about uh, how what it takes to kind of become a caddy. And um, I, re- I really thought that was cool, and I knew it was hard to become a caddy, but I didn't know just how, like, exclusive it, it really was. So um, could you tell me a little bit about just uh, what it takes in general to become a caddy and really one's kind of chances of, of doing so? Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting job. Every time I tell someone kind of what I do, they kind of give me a little bit of a weird look at first, and I explain to them and kind of how I got into it and everything, and uh you know how i work out on the pga tour but for me you know i got lucky and a lot of the guys that are caddying um you know right now i'd say you know we're either in the right place at the right time or just knew knew the right people and for me is i just knew the right people my my cousins are uh andrew and michael putnam michael played on tour for about five years um just till recently and andrew is uh actually in the top 50 in the world right now playing a lot of really good golf over the last few years. And so I chatted for Andrew kind of coming up through like the mini tours and on the corn uh, fairy tour and all that sort of stuff. So I, I always kind of caddied for him, always kind of kept in the back of my mind as something that I might want to do. And sure enough, he asked me to caddy for him out of college and I was at, coming right out of college too. And he, uh, um, caddied for him for a couple of years and, um, yeah, basically what, right when I was, done with him uh we kind of split up uh tony was looking for a caddy right at the same time so i got to know tony a little bit being out on the uh on the mini tours uh with with him andrew and uh tony kind of played uh the same schedule out on the corn Ferry tour but anyways it was uh like i said i just kind of combination of knowing the right people and then with tony it was just kind of being at the right place at the right time and yeah it's i'd say the majority of caddies out there either had a family member or a really close friend that they got started with. And um, some of those guys are still with the same people. Um, and some of them aren't, you know, just like me and Andrew, we're still really close. He's my best man at my wedding and um, we're still great friends and everything. But, you know, the caddy thing just kind of 
dissolved after a couple of years. And now I'm just kind of on my own, doing my own thing and doing it with Tony. So that's kind of how most of the guys get out there. Well, speaking of um, speaking of what you just said, your your wedding, uh, you have a family. You have a big family, but you're always on the road. You're always uh, with Tony. You're always out different countries, different states. Um, yeah. What's it like, kind of balancing a, a, a home life with a, with kids and a wife, and also being on the road so much and um, and working so much? Yeah, it's not it's not easy. You know, it's not the it's not the ideal job as far as you know having a stress free tons of time with your family, but at the same time. Uh, I try to do my best, um, keeping, uh, keeping us together. So like to start the year, we're going to go, uh, to Hong Kong on January 5th. And so obviously my family won't be going with me to Hong Kong, but, um, I'm going to fly back from Hong Kong a week later and pick them up. And, uh, then we're going to go to Palm Springs. So we'll, I'll fly back from Hong Kong Sunday night. We'll go to Palm Springs. And then, uh, for the, American Express Championship, and then we'll drive down to San Diego all together uh, for the Tory Pines event, the Farmers Insurance Open, um, and then uh, they'll fly back home, and I'll fly out to Saudi Arabia with Tony for another European tour event that, that he signed up to play. So, yeah, that's kind of like a little snapshot of kind of what the year looks like. I mean, yeah. not that we we don't, you know, Hong Kong and Saudi Arabia are a little bit extreme. Yeah, um, we're not we're not traveling the globe that much, but. I try, you know, we, we try not to go more than a week or so. I got, I got a basically a one-year-old boy and a three-year-old boy and my wife. Yeah. And you know, I, I don't like to go, you know, you know, two, three weeks. We've done that before, and it's it's not too much fun. So we try to break everything up, just like this first road trip. You know, it's four weeks in a row, and so they're going to come out for the middle two. And uh, yeah, it's it's not, you know, it's a little, little more work traveling with a couple kids and, you know, getting them, making them happy and making sure, you know, they, uh, they stay on schedule and get the sleep and the rest they need. But yeah, yeah. We, we make it work. It's just something that's kind of comes with the territory for me. I'm not gonna, you know, go out and leave 30 weeks of the year and, you know, not have them come out to, oh, yeah, you know, they'll, come out to probably, they'll probably come out to yeah. about 10 or 15 events, you know, throughout the year. And we try to split it up as best we can, you know? It'd be like, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about you. You're my what? Wife? Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, it's cool, like cool. when you, once you get to like two or three weeks, man, that's just that's a long time. And in my head, if I can do anything about it, um, you know, if the, if it's not across the country or whatever, I'll I'll do something about it and have them come out and make sure that we all we spend that necessary time together. And so, yeah, yeah there's uh, you know a lot of the caddies do have families out there, and um, you'll see a lot of them out, you know, on the road and. Um, but there's some, some stretches in the season where it's inevitable that you're going to spend a week or two apart and it's the tough part about the job. But at the same time, you know, when I'm home, I'm home the entire day. And then when they're out on the road, you know, they get to see some cool spots and, um, get to come home to them, which is, which is nice. And so, yeah, that's, that's kind of the way we do it. Yeah. I don't know. I, um, I, I don't necessarily hate flying or traveling in general. I mean, we travel a decent amount. We, um, well, I guess you're a little bit closer, but we ended up going out to Maui a few, few, few years back or a yeah. year back. Yeah. That, for me, see, you're a little closer. We're, we're, we're <laughs> yeah. like, just to get where you are, it took me about eight hours. And uh, yep. it ended up being a whole whole day thing here. And I can't imagine going to, where'd you say you're going? Hong Kong? Hong Kong. So I What's leave... that? How's that? Yeah, like, so... <laughs> It's about a 16-hour flight, even oh, from over here. Crap, like a yeah. solid 16 Free, hours? Yeah, so it's a direct flight, nonstop, 16 hours. I and, know they did that. I mean, for you, 
you might just fly across the other side of the globe if you left where you're from. But yeah, for us, we'll fly, probably, you know, you fly over the Pacific and we'll yep. fly kind of over, uh, over the top of Japan and then kind of down the coastline of, of China. And yeah, 16 hours later, we'll be there. And then Saudi Arabia is kind of the same thing, yeah. except uh, that, we go the opposite way. Does that make you nervous? I mean, there's a lot of turbulence out in that area. I think. Uh, yeah, no, the turbulence, you know, I think I've just flown so much. No, that no, no, turbulence no, no, not, is not, like... not air turbulence, like, like political turbulence. Oh, Saudi Arabia, okay. Middle East, that's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Saudi Arabia, I mean, there's obviously been a few stories here and there, but, you know, from, from what I've been told, so Dustin Johnson and Brooks Kepka and their caddies went out there last year, um, and they and they said that, you know, everything was fine. I'm sure there's... There's parts of the country you can go and, you know, that might not be safe. And, you know, there's just some uproar. Um, but from my understanding, kind of where the golf course is and that little city that it's that it's hosted at, it's everything's pretty chilled out and um, nothing to worry about. You know, that's mm. and I think without without Brooks and Dustin going there last year, maybe we wouldn't be going. But I think because they got good reviews and everything was fine. Yeah, um, you're going to see. Yeah, Phil, it's Phil Mickelson, Dustin. um DJ and uh, Brooks and Sergio and Tony and I think a couple other guys are going to go play it too. So, um, Phil yeah, we'll, we'll see. He he's uh, he's into like alligator and, and stuff, right? The leather shoes. Oh yeah, we have that in common. I like a uh, snakeskin. So everything I got, a lot yeah, of, yeah. I got a lot of snakeskin, snakeskin belts, guitars, stuff. You know, yep. find that kind of cool. Exactly. And all, all my viewers, all y'all, I think you should know that. I feel like they know that by now because I've talked so much about my weird yeah. infatuation with like strange leathers. <laughs> yeah, but man. Phil mm-hmm. Mickelson has a cool like style, I guess you know. For, a, for he's a, yeah, he's Tony, awesome. He's, he's got a great personality. Too. He's. Uh... You know, he's obviously a great golfer, but yeah. Tony's been paired with him a half dozen times or so, and <laughs> he's, a, he's, he's a great guy, and there's a reason why a lot of fans love him. Kind of who you see, you I... know, in front of the cameras is kind of the same guy that you get behind the ropes, and just a genuine, nice, like, happy... Uh, Funny guy, right? Yeah, yeah, great, I, great guy. I remember this one time you almost got me kicked out of one of these tournaments. <laughs> How do, you, so? do you remember that remember. we um we we're i think it was uh, it was deutsche bank at the time and i was waiting at a rope and you guys it might have even been like a pro-am or something and you guys were walking past where i was and it was like yeah. i had to wait for you guys to walk past and you shouted to the lady that was standing next to me that oh, i was yeah, i was yeah. causing <laughs> trouble and and getting into the yeah. ropes or something and i don't know if you noticed this but the look this lady gave me was this like immediate like oh i gotta i gotta do something about this like this could be really like this yeah. kid's actually bad well, that was early that was early on in our friendship it so really, i had to give you a little scare it, i was uh it was i like to yeah <laughs> if i did that now you'd probably know and just like shake shake it off but i knew back then that you your blood pressure would go a little <laughs> right, off and thanks. you'd get a little red in the face so i had to i had to give you a little bit of trouble thanks okay so initiation okay <laughs> i do yeah right when you said that I, when i looked at the lady i i remember that i think i remember i think it was on whole uh like 13 if i remember right i could be wrong is that a par but five? anyways is that a par five i remember i think it was a par five i think it's right i think it was right before or i think it was on or right before the par four that's like 500 yards so maybe it yeah. felt like a par five but yeah maybe okay yeah. i don't know I just, you might you probably remember you're younger than me you probably remember better but for I'm some younger reason than most i just people. had that hole stuck in my head when you when you said that story yeah i'm younger than most people i just turned 18 which is scary and i hate but you Which know. is crazy because you look like you're 25. I get that a lot. It's a good. Is it the it's beard? A good thing. Is what what makes me look 25? 
I, you know, I don't know. You're just you're just tall and big, and you have facial hair. It's <laughs> like you don't look like you're 18. I know. When I, when I turned 18, it was I was it was a day I was in school, or a day before I turned, I think actually. <laughs> and everyone's just yeah. like, "How?" Old? They're like, "Is it your birthday?" Because that's public. And I'm like, "Yeah, it's it's tomorrow." And they're like, "How old are you?" And I said, "18." They're like, "Wow." They're like, "We thought you graduated when we met you in like <laughs> yeah. you know, fifth grade." And I'm like, "Nope." Yeah. But yep. no. Yeah. You're, yeah. Even when we first met you, I, mean, I guess we should say to your listeners. I mean, we we've known you since. What, 2015? 14 Travelers Championship? Yeah. yeah. It was a long yeah, time. So, what was your rookie so that, year? Yeah. That's five years ago. So you were 13 at the time. And I remember even back then, I thought you were like probably in the middle of high school. You've just always been a, That's funny. a big dude. And now yeah. and now I can drive. So I'm going to be able to annoy you guys like every day, which is great. Hey. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think, uh, I think Travelers and obviously Boston is back this year. So yep. we'll get. We'll get a double dose of Preston Hazard this year, right. which I'm I'm more than happy with. That's fine with well, me. Well, cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, but that's awesome. Reminiscing, great. Well, let's get let's get back to this one question I have. That's um, I do a lot of viewer questions and a lot of things that people have just asked me in person, and not necessarily about you guys, but just people. I don't really tell people I know people on the PGA Tour, people that players and caddies and stuff, but I think enough people have seen the show to know that I've at least met people and I'm big into it. And a lot of people yeah. are interested in. Um, the, uh, the, um, president's cup that just happened. So, uh, what was that like being, uh, Tiger Woods and everything? Like what, you know, can you just give me kind of a description of that? It's been, it's been, it's been a cool, you know, cool journey. I feel like Tony's career has kind of like melted me into this whole thing to where like I can go to a week, like the president's cup and not be like totally starstruck like yeah. because you know tony's first year had a lot of good events you know um got in contention a couple times the second year second year you know puerto rico happened and he won and then yep. he's gotten the Ryder cup and the, you know in the president's cup and we've been in you know the final group of the masters which was a big you know a big week for him and just his experience wise and everything and so it was like but i, I kind of i don't i don't ever want to get to the point where i'm like numb to that so it's like okay where can i meet in the middle of like kind of like being able to soak this in but like not like having my jaw hitting the floor the entire time i'm out there so it's uh i tried to like i said i tried to soak it in you know as much as i can but also act like i've been there before which you know i've never really been there before as far as like the president's cup with tiger woods as a captain no one has yeah so i guess we're all in the same boat but he was i mean a long story short he is he was really cool he is like so involved with with the team and we'd be on the team bus and he would kind of make his way back to, you know, from the front where all the players are and come back to the caddies and just hang out with us and talk. And, um, is what was cool is he's, um, he likes, he likes to reminisce as much, you know, as much as we like to talk about old tiger stories, you, you like golf. I'm sure you've talked with, you know, with some people about old, old golf stories with tiger. I mean, I, I guess you, you just kind of saw the end of his, of his dominance, but even who knows now, it looks like he's just becoming well, dominant once again. But that's the you know, thing. We, we, I mean, yeah. I mean, I grew Weird. up with Tiger as a kid. That was the name I knew. My grandmother's always watching. You've met her. And going back to yeah. when I was a little kid, I mean, I knew the name Tiger Woods. And and when I really got into it, it was probably Tiger's last year that he was really, really good for the first yeah. time. And then he dropped off and just didn't. He was as lowest he'd ever been as far as playing. And yep. I remember not really, really considering him a relevant golfer anymore. But then all of a sudden, he comes back, yep. and it was crazy. Yep. And now, I mean, but anyway, but yeah, keep going. I'm sorry, I yeah. cut you off. No, it's it's just the the thing with him is he he, 
we kind of like we're like okay maybe he doesn't want to talk about golf like that's his whole life like maybe he just wants to talk about other stuff but like he would come back to the bus or in the team room and we'd end up talking about some shots that he hit back in 2000 or 2007 to wow. win this tournament or beat this guy and then that's awesome or win this wow. match and like he was just all about just like chopping it up with us and like um so just to hear him like talk about some of his stories and literally hear exactly what was going through his head because we we can all go on youtube and find find the footage but it's also just so cool to hear what kind of what he was thinking and Fuck just to see yeah. how involved he is with the team it's like you know he's accomplished so much and, and he's been on 20 of these teams throughout his career and won all the majors and tournaments. So it's like, he could, if there's one person to kind of take this lightly and like not, you know, take it as seriously as, you know, maybe he couldn't, it'd be this guy. Right. Yeah. Like just because of what he's gone through and what he's done in this game. But he was like, so, so involved and so just uh, committed in every way and was wanted to win, you know, as, as much as anyone. So that was, that was the coolest thing to see. I, I really, yeah. I really hope that, uh, one day I can I can meet him. Um, it'd be really cool. Just uh, if we're ever in a tournament and 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 he's there, totally introduce me to him uh, if you can. I feel like that'd be. Really I'll try cool. my best. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Does he does he like fans? I mean, does he? I mean, I know. Yeah, he, I mean, he obviously he likes fans, but does he? Is he one of those people that would rather keep to himself, or would he be apt to just like if a random person were wanting to meet him and we're like, hey, you know, what would his? Yeah, uh, if I. No, he's, he's, he's cool. I mean, he's obviously has so many people, you know, pulling him every way, trying to take his time and stuff like that. So it's like, he's got to, he's got to stick up for himself at certain times. But if it's, if it's tiger, you know, if it's tiger on the putting green and I'm standing on right next to him and you're on the other side, you know, I'll, I'll try to make something happen. You can, I, I, I won't. Yeah. I'll try my best is all all I can say. He's, he's, he's a, he's a cool guy. He's a great guy. I mean, don't don't bother him, but totally, yeah. I mean, I, remember that I I met you guys for for um uh one of the devos at uh Traveler, yeah. Travelers last year. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. cool. And I see, I knew everybody in there, but I wasn't crazy about it because I knew that. Yeah, yeah. No, you played it cool. I was, you know, I was I was kind of looking at looking at you out of the corner of my eye to see kind of what you, you know, what you think when you see all these guys around the room that have, you know, won a bunch of tournaments or whatever. And so, you, you yeah. played it cool. I thought you. I, I walked out of the room and I thought maybe you just didn't know anyone in that room, but apparently um, you did. And yeah, you, you, you played it cool. I got to give you props. I had actually, no, I thought I played it terrible. Cause I had said to, <clears throat> I don't remember who it was. And for the life of me, I can't might have been Andrew might even been Andrew Putnam. It right, might've been, was it, was it, it was Andrew in there. Yeah. We're, I mean, Cameron Tringali, Ben Crane, Andrew were in there. A couple other guys. It probably was Andrew. I think, I think did it was. Well, no, no, no. Well, he introduced himself to me. He goes, hi, and my name's Andrew. And I, I, as like an idiot, I go, yeah, I know. Cause like, <laughs> yeah. I knew, I knew everyone. I don't there. remember that. I remember. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you were there. I remember. Cause I Maybe. could point everyone out in there who was pro, who was a tour player. Obviously I, I know them. I've yeah. been a fan since I was a little kid. And so I could point yeah. everybody out. I wasn't, I was, you know, not the time and place to be like, I love you. Sign my forehead. But, <laughs> But, you know, um, I remember, but what was really cool is uh, somewhere during that week, you were teamed up with Justin Rose. And I've I've been a fan of Justin Rose since I was a a kid. He was one of my first favorites. And you you and Tony had told him about who I was. And so I was just waiting for you guys to pass. And there's a line of people giving him fist bumps and coming up to him. He actually walks over to me and says, hi, my name's Justin. Fist bumps me. He goes, how's it going? And stuff like that. And I just remember being like... 
Like, that was the first time, I think, in a long time I've been kind of, I guess you could say, starstruck. I was like, wow. Someone that, yeah. you know, I was really a big fan of came up No, we told him. To we're me. like, we're like, you know, there's there's a lot of Tony fans out there. He's a very loved, you know, player. And yeah. a lot of people like, you know, a, a lot of parts about his game and who he is as a person. But we told, I, I remember telling him exactly. We're just like, you know, there's some Tony fans, but this guy is a <laughs> true one. Like, he's been here. You, you're following us around in the practice rounds in 2015 yeah. when Tony was ranked, you know. That's- you know, he was still he was a big up and coming player, but he was still two hundredth in the world or something like that. And yeah. um so yeah, we've always appreciated that. And at least I know Tony's, you know, mentioned to me how you've always been there from from day one and that's why we like to take a little extra special care of you because you've you've been there um uh, from the get go and we, we appreciate that and well, know how big of a fan you are of, well, of thank him. Well, you. You guys are more more than just um, just hospitable, I guess. You guys are so friendly. It's really cool because when I when I go there, I really, really feel like I, I'm just coming to visit some friends that I also happen to be really big fans of. And it really yeah. it really feels cool because, because, you know, I don't really have too, too many friends that like golf. And so yeah. getting – of course, I probably could get people to go with me if, they, if I really wanted to. But I really end up having more fun going myself because I know I'm a fan. And it's cool to meet up with you guys because there's really no one else that's obviously as big of golf fans as you guys. So obviously yeah. you're, you're, you know, made it – you're so into it. You made it your life. And it's really cool to talk to people that went the extra step in, in this career that obviously I wish I could but I can't. And, um, you know, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's really cool. And thank you again yeah. for coming on the show. It's been awesome. Just some of the stuff we've talked about is really, really cool. I mean, this is a cool show. And um, yeah, of course, cool to have you on the show. Yeah, so thanks, 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 thanks for having me. It's, it was uh, it's fun catching up. And yeah, totally. I'm sure uh, whether it's texting or Instagram or something, we'll we'll talk soon again. Are you are, looking forward to it? Are you? Do you prefer Instagram or texting? I never text you because I don't know if you really want me to text oh, you. Or... No, text me whenever you want. You just yeah, you got my number. I got your number. So okay. that's better than DMing. Always, always feel free. Whatever, whatever you want to do, man. You're you're my guy. So feel well, free thanks, to man. do whatever Same you want to do. Well, thanks. You have to. You know what? One of these days, I swear, if you're if you're ever in the area, talk to me. We'll meet up for a round or something. Would be sick. Of but, course, I'd love to. That'd well, be awesome. Anyway, man, we are definitely running out of time with the show here. Um, as I got to get this packaged up, and it can't be too long because then I have to pay a lot of money, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> so we're yeah. already at like 25 minutes, um, at least on yeah. my end. So thank you so much for coming around, guys. It's Greg Bodine, uh, caddy of PGA Tour, tour player Tony Finau, um, and he's been on the show today. So thank you. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks, uh, Greg, for being on the show. And um, that about wraps up today's episode of Dumb Talk. Happy New Year. And because I didn't have one for Christmas, Merry Christmas. Yes, I say Christmas. That's how we do it here. Thanks, folks. And have a great night. Hey, guys. What is up? Preston Hazard here of Dumb Talk with Preston Hazard. Did you like the show? I hope so. If you did, please feel free to subscribe to our podcast here on Spotify and check out my show, Fundamentally Cynical, only at Amazon Prime. You can check out and buy all of our merch at my website, which is www.prestonhazard.com slash store, where you can buy stuff such as merchandise for the show, Garbage Can Man Show shirts, and now John Flywheel shirts. Thank you all so much.